A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord and a day of vindication by our God. I rejoice heartily in the Lord, and my God is the joy of my soul, for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice. Like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels, as the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything. Retain what is good. Refrain from every kind of evil. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy and may you entirely, spirit, soul, and body, be preserved blameless for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will also accomplish it. The word of the Lord. Sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light. He came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him and asked him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? So we can give some answer to those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent, and they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you're not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. But there is one among you whom you do not recognize, the one who is coming after me, 
whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? Blessed. They still say this is rose what I'm wearing, but it's as pink as pink can be. Anyway, we got to do it once, twice a year. What are you going to do? We're going to focus today on the second reading because this, of course, is Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete means rejoice in Latin. And so this is the Sunday that we rejoice. And so we begin in this from Thessalonians here. It says, brothers and sisters, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now. Everyone who belongs to the parish, hopefully, they have been here with us since the beginning of Advent. We've all been praying every day with the example of Mary with Mary. So every day we begin by seeking God's will. What is your will for me today so I can say yes with Mary so I can bring salvation into the world? Every day I'm thinking, how can I serve? How does God want me to serve for the parish? But... Every day in my own family, in my own life, how is he calling me to serve? And then third, we praise God. We, the second, the responsorial today in the gospel, in the readings today was the Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. This is the Magnificat. This is the praise of God. This is Mary rejoicing and us being called to rejoice too. But, you know, again, I can get up here and I can say, no, we are called to rejoice always, right? But it's hard to rejoice sometimes, correct? You know, we all go through our stuff. I've been in a funk since my stepfather died. I keep, I got to get out of it, got to get out of it. It's easier said than done. We get in funks. So we look to God and say, okay, God, how, how, how am I going to rejoice always? Well, he tells us today in the readings, right? He says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, give thanks. This is God's will for you. So, this isn't Father Larry, this isn't something else. This is God's will. We've been asking God, what's your will? Okay, he's pretty explicit today. It's one of the few times it explicitly says, what is God's will? So, the way we get to rejoice is if we're people who are focused on prayer. And focusing on prayer is meaning focused on Jesus. It's not about saying prayers, right? Because again, as I've said a billion times, you can say prayers every day and still be an atheist. You can pull out your little book and you can say, oh, look at that, and be an atheist. That's not what prayer is. Prayer is being focused on God, on listening to God. And then giving thanks. So, again, when how, does we, how do we do this? Now, again, I told you many times, I, I do the reasons, I do the things I do here in, in my priesthood, was when I was in seminary, when I went to Christ the King. 
we're going and we're looking at all the major seminaries so we can make a decision and tell the bishop where we would like to go. He still had the final say, but we went up to Christ the King, the place I'd eventually get thrown out of, part God's will. But while I was there, there is this sister, Sister Joan Wagner, who became my spiritual director. Anyway, while I was sitting in her class, she was teaching a class in spirituality, and she said... When Jesus says to deny your very self, he means you got to deny your thoughts. And then she said, like for instance, when you wake up in the morning, what you think about first is what you will think about the rest of the day. So, if you're focused on yourself when you wake up, you will be focused on yourself all day. The goal is to be thinking about Jesus as soon as you wake up so you can be focused on Jesus all day. And I'm thinking... I don't think about Jesus when I wake up. I usually think I've got to go to the bathroom, whatever it is. But it's focused on self, right? And so the world, the flesh, and the devil keeps us focused on self. The world, my flesh, myself, the world, what does the world want to me? I've got to go to work. I've got to do this. Or the devil with me on temptation. And so that's where I developed way back then to start every day with the Word of God. So before I get out of bed, the Bible's there, and it goes there so I can hear God speak first. Now again, people, I've been with you 21 years. I know, I know. And I have taught you for 21 years to no Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. It'd be quite interesting, I will not ask. After listening to me for 21 years, how many people here go to the Word of God before you go to anywhere else? And yet, we wonder why we don't grow spiritually. We wonder why I do the same today as I did 50 years ago, and it's just all about the same. Because instead of listening to God, we listen to ourselves. I mean, so many Catholics today, that's the problem. They listen to what they want. This is what I want to do. Again, nobody cares what does God want you to do? That's what the question is every day. What does God want? Pray always. Rejoice, all God, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks. This is what God wants. So, am I focused on God from the very moment I wake up in the morning? And if not, I just told you how to do it. As I've told you for 21 years, and still a lot of you, zoom, zoom. Here we go. Ha-ha. Shut up, Father. I'm just telling you. Again, this morning, so I've been in a funk, right? So even when I woke up and I'm laying there going, oh, Lord, I can't, I can't tell you. Okay, I went to the Word of God, and it came to Colossians. Chapter 1, 3, 4, and 5 of the verses. I'm just going to focus on the first one first. And, oh, I'm going to just stay there. And here's St. Paul saying, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. And then the next two verses, because of your faith, because of your hope, and because of your love. So, here, when I woke up funky, and I'm sat there and go to the Word of God, and he, I know that I have a saint I have saints in heaven and on earth that are praying for me so I can get out of this because I have saints that are praying for me that 
and they're thanking God. So here God said to me, get over yourself. I am praying for you. The saints, I am thanking the Father for you. Okay. And remember what does Jesus do for us every moment? He intercedes. Isn't it great that God is interceding? Right now, Jesus Christ is praying for you. Isn't that fantastic? When we think about it, Jesus is praying for me right now. And so then we get to what Magnificat with Mary to thank God for what's going on in our lives. There's always something to thank God for. So when we focus on God and not ourselves in prayer, when we thank him for everything that does, he does for us. We woke up in a warm bed. We had a warm place to sleep last night. I am alive. I get to come to church. Jesus died for me. I'll receive him in the most blessed sacrament today. There's so much to praise him for. Then what happens? We rejoice. So, if we're not in a rejoicing mood today, God's telling us how to do it. Stay focused on him in prayer Be grateful for the little things, and we will rejoice. You got it? You get it? You going to do it? Don't you lie to a priest. That means every day you're going to go to the Word of God before you go to anywhere else. Is that correct? Thank you. Some of you did not say yes. Why do you come here and listen to me for 21 years if you're not going to do what I'm telling you God wants us to do? Is that what this says? This is God's will for you. Are there any questions? Good. Made you know God's love today and forever. Amen. Let us.